We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences, so the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Another day is here and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. Real quick, let me reset because we're now entering our number five. Yes, we are here of our live stream. And we've had a very busy night and we, we are up to three. now up to four of us here on the chat. Although Jeremy's on break. Uh, the uh, biggest thing right now is that the Knicks have re-signed uh, as far as a recap. The Knicks have re-signed Nerons Noel, Alec Burks and Derek Rose and brought in Evan Fournier. They don't have a lot of cap space left, but do have they uh, may have some. They may have some. So, so there's some could, cap space questions. I was going to say, up. if you want to go to the super chat, because it yeah. goes to uh, Mike Vorkanov's tweet. Yeah. So a couple of things. So first of all, David Elbaum says treading water on one year contracts is one thing, but they did three years for all of them. Um, I'll just say very clear, very, very <laughs> unequivocally. Uh, you weren't getting Alec Burks on one year. You weren't getting Nerlens Noel on one year. You sure shit weren't getting Derek Rose on one year. Um, notice all the guys that have signed so far. Uh, tonight in free agency, I think there may have been one or two, two, one or two year guys. Those guys all sucked. Um, this free agency class sucked. Um, if you wanted the Knicks to bring back a team next year that was markedly worse than the one that they had last year, limit yourself to one year contracts. They didn't want to do that. They wanted to keep the ball moving forward. And again, I feel like I keep repeating myself. You got to get out of the mindset of you need cap space without cap space. You can't sign. Pl-. That's not how the league works anymore. It's a sign yeah. and trade league stars sign their contracts and then they demand out. That's just how it works. We, you you got to ch- change your mindset, folks. I just, I don't know what else to say. I'll just piggyback uh, on that real quick. Just yeah. remember guys, your, your team is just, it's not done. Your roster's not done. The night of free agency, the most well, important, the most important player on the Knicks, as far as their playoff run is concerned, was Derek Rose, who was on the team Super Bowl Sunday. And so yeah. also just again, to just state the obvious, if the Knicks went into this offseason with the mandate of signing only one-year deals and then they only sign one-year deals on bad players and we're sitting here talking about how a 35-year-old Kyle Lowry still isn't looking at us as a free agency option, 
what makes you think a year from now, if we're worse, um, that Bradley Beal or Zach Levine is looking at us at a free agent option? Because uh, guess what? They're not. No one is. You got to keep getting better. Um, that's the only way to go about it. It's just, it's, 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 it is the reality. Um, now you just got to hope that the players that they signed continue to make them a decent team. That's, that's all it is. Um, Luffy, what do you think our 10 man rotation will be? Uh, I think I just said it before. Um, Nerlens, um, Mitch, once he's back, if not Taj, um, Randall, Obi, uh, Fournier, RJ, Burks, uh, quickly, quickly. Rose. Well, those are Rose. That's 10. Chris is, is that 10 you said before? Mm-hmm. Yeah. So okay. we don't see any role in this rotation for, I didn't see in anything you just said, a role for Grimes or McBride. These are your 11th and 12th men, which a name we have not said is Kevin Knox. Um, Ooh, yeah, there's really no room for Kevin Knox is there. Um, He's on this team still. Wow. I, I'm really I'm so relieved. Yeah. <laughs> I, you know, was really expecting him to be gone before free agency, so they would have that six million to play with. I, I I'm, I'm mildly surprised he's still here. Right, um, David Griffin, Garrett Temple to the listen, Pelicans. Man, big moves, big moves. <laughs> Again, you're. <laughs> I, I don't want to be this guy. We're sitting here complaining about the Knicks going from being a good basketball team to potentially being a slightly better than good basketball team and not signing any contracts that hamstring them. And we're most people are upset about this. And you got a guy running an organization down in New Orleans that is about to squander a once in a, I don't know, once a generation talent because he's running that team into the ground. Like, Let's 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 we'll keep things in perspective. That's that's all I'm gonna say. Um, Anthony Six, though, uh, to save said blooming of blooming of mid offseason of mid season in the future, does this signal a quiet trade deadline come mid season? Oh, um, I don't know. Talk to Dame Lillard. That's that was gonna be my answer. It depends who wants out, <laughs> who wants to be traded. Oh, there is. Or, 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 or talk to De'Aaron Fox um, or talk to uh, probably won't happen this year, but Devin Booker, if was, and when, if and when Chris Paul maybe shows a little age. I don't know if you guys talked about this. I'm going to win. I was about that was going your way with this, Chris. Um, what did Chris Paul's contract do to you for your uh, theory? Um, your, your long game is what I'll say for, for Devin Booker. Well, you know, Andrew, after getting Evan Fournier, I just I'm so unstoppable now. I can't. Uh-huh. I, I've, 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 I will Deuce McBride to the New York Knicks, the Deuce man. Mm-hmm. And then I will Evan Fournier to the Knicks. So okay. next up is, is going to have to be um, Devin Booker. Just really going to have to think really hard until he asks out. No, I think that Chris Paul signing is like the first domino in terms of okay if this is ever gonna happen this needed to happen um oh my god my, i didn't mention donovan mitchell sorry oh yeah, yeah too. oh he totally wants to be a nick again you're for again i i i really don't want to sound like broke record oh look at all the guys who are going to be the nick targets in this in the oncoming years 
the guys who are likely targets because of the various connections, your bookers, your, your foxes, your Mitchells, your, your, like we already, we already saw reports of the teams Bradley Beal might be interested in if he's going to demand a trade. Guess what? The Knicks were on the list. Let's go with the Celtics. Um, so, you know, Steph Curry ain't walking out that door. Uh, we, we wanted to spend all, all offseason uh, or all season being like, I hope Zach Levine picks us. Is that the world we want to live in? I don't know if I, I don't know if I subscribe to the list of Bradley Beal teams. Um, yeah, but I, uh, but again, this is about information. The this only one that you... actually, the only one that actually made sense to me was the Celtics, just because his relationship with Tatum. Whether he I wants to stay in Knicks... Boston or not is different. But I know him and Tatum are like Zion and RJ. I think the Knicks. First of all, him and Tatum are closer than Zion. But that's my maybe. point. Is like it, I think Zion and RJ. Oh my god, we didn't say Zion. <laughs> Oh yeah, Zion. Zion is like the Zion and RJ is like the most overstated friendship, in my mm-hmm. opinion. Well, um, all these yeah. guys are under contract; they can't go anywhere. Funnily enough, and uh, this 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 is gonna you know Zion and RJ are not as great friends as I think people think, and I'll say something that's encouraging to follow that up, which is I would guess that Zion is just as good friends with RJ Barrett as he still is with his AAU teammate Emmanuel Quickly. I think like uh, those guys, I think those guys are still close as well from, from um, auditory hints that I've received. Auditory hints. Look at you. Non front channels. Big roller over here. Um, <laughs> a couple, a uh, couple of the super chats we have Sean Ford Vork saying the Knicks can use his ro- roses, roses, early bird rights to sign his deal and sign him last. Does that give them enough space for depot, none or monk? So, um, Monk should not get more than the um, room exception, which they have. Um, none they would need caps. Victor Oladipo, I'm not, I'm not even sure if I would give him the room exception. I mean, I know that sounds insane, but if I you don't... think Mitchell Robinson has injury concerns? I mean, then... it's just it's not what you want right now. Um, none. So the so the the Vork Vork tweeted out. Vork retracted his. Is this the one that he retracted? This is the one he deleted, but he he. I guess hinted at this, I think. All right. I have, I have to go find it um, because there, he got something wrong with the, with the Rose in short. Um, I, Oh, Jeremy helped work. He said, so I guess read the, read the replies. And then Jer- Jeremy jumped in. I swear the athletic hire Jeremy and then give us partial part of his salary. Read the replies to, <laughs> Oh, wait, hold on. All right, I'm reading Jeremy's replies. Okay. If three for 43 is exact, the starting salary is likely $13.6 million next year. The most the Knicks can offer while keeping Rose's cap hold is 13.4. So assuming Rose takes a haircut, the Knicks could use Rose's cap hold, sign someone else, sign Rose, then use the room exception. And then Vork asked, early bird rights is 100%, 175% of salary, right? So for Rose, who made a little over $7 million per basketball reference, that would be about $13.45 million in year one and then 8% raises. And then Jeremy says, yep, but allowing the reporting, but since the reporting is $200,000 over what's allowed, it's via cap space. Unless there's a mistake in the reporting, which I think is likely, uh, the Knicks need as much salary as they can get if they want to make a trade for a star, which they'll have to. Um, Vork says he thinks Rose fits into the early uh, bird contract framework, and Alec Burks can snug go snug into the non-taxpayer mid-level exception, 
which would give the Knicks more room to keep signing and sequence those two moves for last, which Rose putting them over the cap, I think. Uh, this is really does come down to whether the reporting is accurate or not, um, which we'll see. We'll see if it's accurate. We'll see if it's not accurate. Uh, the point is there is a chance the Knicks have still about $7 million in cap space to spend. And if the Knicks still have about $7 million in cap space to spend and have been operating as an over-the-cap team all this time, which they certainly could have been, um, Kendrick Nunn is a possibility, I would say. Not likely. Someone should give Kendrick Nunn more than $7 million. That's what I'll say. And if we get him for $7 million, God bless. So if they renounce, or I guess get rid of Vildoza, if there's a trade that We're not even talking about Vildoza. If they renounce Vildoza, I think they have... I'm trying to clear enough cap space for like... There's who else? DeMar DeRozan's out there. I'm not saying who I wanted, but like DeMar DeRozan's out there. The the guy that they were toying with, my again, I, as I've said on here, was, was Dinwiddie. And I don't know what we haven't heard anything about Dinwiddie yet. I have a f- funny feeling Dinwiddie is is choosing between because um, correct me if I'm wrong. New Orleans still has a lot of money out there, right? They have a lot of money yeah, available. Lowry, to spend. They were one of the teams that um, pre postured for Lowry and then. Yeah. So they have out. they have money, right? New Orleans, Washington, New Orleans are my, okay, are my Dinwiddie so, teams to watch. Great. So I my my my. I can't say this for sure. My understanding is the Knicks were in on Dinwiddie and that the Knicks were out on Dinwiddie after a certain point, whether by him or by them, because they didn't want to meet certain years demands or whatever. And that now Dinwiddie is going to select between Washington and New Orleans. Um, and that that is what the Rose holdup was, was whether the Knicks were going to be in on Dinwiddie or not. And once the Knicks, again, they're doing his doing, whoever's doing not in on Dinwiddie, it was then to Rose was the was the next option which makes sense because who else like who else is there um i know we still haven't heard about reggie jackson my assumption is that the knicks would take derrick rose over reggie jackson at the same amount of money i don't blame them for that um Devontae graham is a restricted free agent we don't know what's happening with him after that you're down to kendrick nunn there's nobody else so that's that um super chat Jason M. Yes. Knicks have basically become the Pacers, which is a hell of a lot better than what the Knicks have been in the past 20 years. One significant exception. Nobody wants to go to fucking Indiana um, ever. Uh, someone may I mean, want to come to the Knicks. Go even further. I mean, if you want to look at the analogy, who's come to the Knicks lately? You know, Alec Burks, but it but, Noel, Julius Randle. Like, but again, this goes to my point, and this is why you have 20 years worth of shit that has been shoveled on you to wipe off. They just went through a year's worth of showering. It's not all off yet. Clearly got to keep going. Got to keep getting better. You know, I agree. Uh, I would. And then let New York do its job. Well, the analogy, I want to give Michael Aaron credit because he said, like, I would rather be the jazz. If we're going to follow a model, like having Johnny Bryant while parent here makes that obvious, but I've thought of that since like with when all the Dame for RJ debates were going on and it's like, yeah, I, I could kind of get behind just a team that I enjoy rooting for that maybe overachieves a couple seasons, but like this will be time well spent like rooting for this team. However, like if a Dame wants to come here and we can keep a good portion of the core, I think I will talk myself into it. And, and Hey, you know, 
I would criticize. I would come on this YouTube channel and I would criticize R.J. Barrett from time to time. Jeremy uh, or uh, uh, Chris, you, you familiar with some of those times I criticized him? <laughs> I um, I'm just gonna let you continue. <laughs> and and I was told repeatedly, repeatedly that I was an asshole and I didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. Was. <laughs> always well will done. be. <laughs> always will be. If RJ Barrett is the player that I was told up and down, left and right, in and out. If I if RJ Barrett's that player that I, I was told repeatedly that he's going to be, well, guess what? With these additions and with Tom Thibodeau as a coach, Nick should be a pretty good team next year. And get even better the year after that when R.J. Barrett's in year four. Um, is he going to become like, the, to, to the use your jazz analogy, is he going to get to the level of Donovan Mitchell? Well, probably not. But again, I've I've been told that R.J. Barrett's a future, you know, all-NBA second-team player. Um, so we'll see what happens. The point is, uh, this is tonight is an investment in your core, essentially. Because to Schwinn's point that he's been – give me shit about on DeRozan for however many months. If you go sign DeRozan, well, guess what? DeMar DeRozan had a 30-whatever usage rate last year. You're giving DeMar DeRozan the ball. What they did tonight is you're keeping the focus on the players that I think you want to keep the focus on. And we could sit here and we could quibble about what R.J. Barrett is or is not going to be, but it seems like with tonight, the Knicks are basically giving a vote of confidence to R.J. Barrett. And we're telling you we're going to continue to you know keep the focus where it should be. Chris Saletti or Coletti in the super chat actually asked a question that can be a good fun thought experiment for this new roster. So do the Knicks beat Atlanta this season? If we had Mitch and Fournier, I think it goes to a game seven. Chris, what about you? And Vildoza. It would be wrong to with, with my Evan Fournier brand to say no. <laughs> Very so, true. You're, you're, I will say that if with Evan Fournier acting as Randall's Bogdanovich um, and enabling Barrett to, you know, have a little less pressure on him as well with Mitchell Robinson being Mr. Go-Go Gadget at center in place of a hurt Nerland's Noel, I should note for all of those upset at us extending him due to his playoff performance, he was yeah, he was hurt yeah, during hurt. the playoffs. Um, I think that that's like that's what Julius needed. That's I hate to sit here and be like this is what that's why I wanted Fournier last deadline was in in the case that we did make it to the playoffs to have another playmaker. It ended up not being worth the cost, as John was saying the whole time, because we could still get Fournier now. Um, we did it. So I will say that, you know, with how good I think our guys, our lucky lefties can be with Fournier. Uh, can I just, I'm about to tweet, I'm going to tweet something about this right now, but I'll say it here first. If you guys thought the Randall Bullock connection was fun, you, you remember every time Randall would tap his butt, Reggie Bullock was behind him for a trailing three-pointer. Evan Fournier is a handoff and pin down screen, come off a pin down screen and launch a three God and Randall and Barrett are going to have so much fun getting assists, dishing it to this guy. I just, we, we, we said all season, we need another guy who we can give the ball to and get us. I hope you're getting a cut of this. I swear. If I thought, if I thought you were Duncan Robinson's agent, Chris is absolutely (laughs) on the payroll. 
Um, question uh, from uh, Kevin Danishevsky. Did anyone see the Bullock steal was three for 30 thoughts uh, as Yas just texted in our group chat? Um, I wish they would have kept Bullock over Noel. Um, so you signed Fournier. You got quickly. You got RJ. You got Burks. This wasn't Bullock or Noel. This was Bullock or Burks. And they chose Burks. And as we spoke about before, it's I think because they needed the extra. We need a guy who could run point for five or ten minutes if need be. If That's I can add it. one wrinkle to that, but then it, it also creates another hole. If you did want to sign Burks over Noel, you could then play Obi at the five a bit. But then your backup four is like Alec Burks. They're You're not ready to have small. Obi top and be you got Twitter I mean, user playing backup four over there. What's up? You, you'd have you'd have Twitter user the coincidence playing backup four. Yeah. <laughs> at that point. Um, yeah. Oh, Lonzo got a player option on the fourth year in Chicago. Nice <laughs> wow. Deal. It's a nice contract. Wow. Um, Good for Lamar, man. Hush Zoo, what do you guys grade all the teams who did significant changes in free agency? I don't know. Who get, Does anyone get an A or an A minus? Miami Heat, PJ Tucker, and Kyle Lowry. Yeah, I mean, you know, I'm not. I'm going to give them that. I'm not picking them over Milwaukee or Brooklyn. Um, I guess we'll see what happens with Ben Simmons. Um, I think the Miami Heat solidified themselves as the fourth best team in the conference. That's, that, that's fine. I, but that's like, for us, we were the fourth best team in the conference last year if we're just going by record. Heat Nation is like, we have our sights set higher. We made the finals in a LA Fitness version of the finals. You my, know? My, yeah, I like, I like the, again, he's a divisive player. I like the Lonzo deal for Chicago. It's a lot of money. It's a lot of money. They had to do something, though. Oh, no, but they're, yeah, they're, this is their team. This is their team. Guess what? So to that, to what I just said, guys, did if the Heat made themselves the fourth best team in the conference, what did Lonzo make the Bulls? Uh, play probably a play. Well, play in team or play probably team? one or the other on the borderline. Um, tenth best team, ninth best team around there. But again, we, you know, we have to see it. We have to see it. Mm-hmm. And I have to think that there were I have to think that there was some division of opinion within the Knicks over Lonzo. Cause four, four for I mean, look, Fournier, here's the thing. Lonzo's ceiling, and someone said something to this effect in the chat. Lonzo's ceiling, I think, is higher than Fournier. No offense, Chris. Um, if Lonzo that's like that's absolutely true. If Lonzo like fully actualizes whatever it is that Lon- like this super connector, he's a point guard, but he's also like whatever else. If he figures all that out and there's synergy with Levine, who's a f- amazing player and Vooch who in offensively in his own right. It- and if they figure it out, I mean, that team, the sky's the limit, um, but that's a bet that they're making. And there's a possibility that Lonzo is what Lonzo's, you know, been for the last couple of years, which is a guy that I mean, he just spent a year with Zion or two years with Zion and, and Ingram and, you know, didn't go so great. And before that, he was with LeBron. It was fine, right? Yeah, you're also not, you're also forgetting something else the Bulls did. And it's four years for Alex Caruso, $37 million. So, I mean, Alex Caruso is a nice player. I like Alex Caruso. That, that's I, where I, I was going to go with this. Was. And, and, and they still have some, and they have Patrick Williams and they still have, 
you know, Kobe White is a trade at, possible trade asset. I don't know. If they are internally bullish on White and they see I White. I don't think they're bullish on White with this with spending. So they spend on Caruso and Ball. See White, Ball, Levine as the way to do it, that's one thing. But I, I don't think so. And that Derek Rose rumor had me intrigued because Rose and Lonzo with Levine would have really, really caught my eye. But just Lonzo, you're missing a piece. You're missing a piece and you don't have a defensive anchor of a five to make up for it on the other end. You need to have a really strong offense if this is how you're going to build your team. And I, I think it requires a leap from ball that they are now really, really heavily betting on. Um, um, I think it's impossible, but yeah. Jeremy's going to get mad at me for this. I think I'm going to agree with Vork that... on, the, on the number for Rose. I think it's, I think it's using the exception. When will we just, find out? It just hit me. Why would they, where was the competition for Rose? So my, my understanding is that Rose maybe was a little offended and Ian Bagley reported on this, was a little offended at the Knicks telling him potentially to go and find a better offer, right? Um, so once they decided to bring him back, it seems like their, their make good was we'll give you the maximum the maximum that we could give <laughs> Jeremy's listening. I want Jeremy to come back on here and tell me how I'm sure he's going to tell me how wrong I am. Um, but so you want, uh, he's saying there is no $13 million. I'm doing it. Okay. I just retweeted the start of Jeremy's thread. He's doing a thread on Twitter. All right. I'm not going to, I was just going to say, so here's my point, And we'll talk about this when Jeremy comes, comes back on, but there was nobody that, so if they're paying Rose, whatever, 13 point something million dollars a year to play basketball for them. There's no one that could come close to that because if the Bulls were going to bring Derrick Rose back, as evidenced by the Alex Caruso contract, my guess, my guess is that Alex Caruso was where they pivoted to after Derrick Rose signed with the Knicks. Because okay, because where else was Derrick Rose going to go? So again, they couldn't. They didn't have cap space to sign Derrick Rose. They Chicago could have only signed him using the exception. That exception is for you know whatever it is for for nine million dollars a year. Um, the Knicks are giving him 13 and change. I, I don't know. I'm, I gotta, it seems like a lot that you didn't need to give Rose. And my assumption is the reason they're giving him the extra is be, is because it is not, it, it makes less sense to me that they would be giving him this much money out of their cap space. That's all I'm saying as a make good. It's more like, we'll give you the most we can using the early bird rights. But um I want Jeremy to come back on here because maybe I'm missing something. There you go. Um, okay. Whew. Joel J. Joel J. What is the centerpiece for a star trade following this free agency? I mean, how cynical do you want to be? Um, RJ Barrett is, is still on the roster. Um, Why not, Chris? I think, uh, I think the mindset has to be, has to be, who can we add to Barrett? And just he's so cost controlled. He's so ridiculously cost controlled. Yeah. Like, I I think you have to be making moves through a lens of we are going to add to this kid and not this. This is our sacrificial lamb. DeMar DeRozan on a max contract. 
Now there's a sacrificial lamb sending him, you know, and Jakob Pertl and whatever for Kawhi Leonard. You don't send Barrett for the guy you hope can get you into contention range. You send Barrett if you know you're getting, you know, say, say you have a free agent. Uh, here's your example. Kawhi and PG. They sent Shea Gilgis Alexander out when they had the whole Doctor Strange one in 14 million scenario. I like it. I like all it. lined up. They knocked down the dominoes and started it in that way. Well, can I just say this? I don't think we need to answer this question right now because I think we need to see how the season plays out for the Knicks. And Ooh, keep I answering the question. It. Keep answering the question. And, and we'll and, address that in a second. And, and who takes a step up? Um, because ideally, I agree with you, Chris. The Knicks don't want to uh, send R.J. Barrett in a trade. They want to send out like Emmanuel quickly and Obi Toppin and, you know, a salary or, or whatever. Um, okay, so I just saw the news. Restricted free agent Devontae Graham is signing with the Pelicans via sign and trade with New Orleans sending a first round pick to Charlotte. I wonder if is it a Lakers pick? I'm assuming it's a Lakers pick. Even if it's a Milwaukee, even if it's a Milwaukee, Milwaukee pick, pick. I'm guessing they're going to be paying Devontae Graham a goodly well amount of money. What's funny is basketball. For what's them. funny is I was going to ask you how, or I guess Jeremy when he came back, I was going to ask how much cap space. Um, Pelicans had a lot of cap space. So as a result, maybe that's the Schroeder destination. But if they're going to pay Devontae Graham a healthy sum, then maybe not. Um, just to, I mean, piggyback over Chris, what you said is, I feel like that's been, which is weird because Nick's Twitter d- usually disagrees with each other a lot. That's been the general tone is that the only way RJ's in a deal, if it, especially during the Dame talk, and this is when we did our cap or no cap, this was right. the conversation. The only way a, everything for Dame trade makes sense is because Kawhi is like, Kawhi. yeah, I'll go in with Dame to, even Bradley Beal, I would be like, that's that's good, but I don't think that's beating Brooklyn. It was always if Kawhi is coming. Uh, that's it's why like the only pushback I've ever given is like, don't think you're getting Dame without without RJ in the deal. As a result, and this is where I, I think I think we've done a lot of we need to change our focus to the chat and to next anybody upset with tonight. Well, it's not a bad deal. Sorry, well, the, I'm just the con the the thinking can't be like as far as superstar trades that Dame or like someone that's in their thirties, that's got like four more years left. As much as I'd love to see Dame light up the garden, I think at best he gets the Knicks to be the four seed. We just saw them be the four seed without him. The next chapter of superstars that won out the bookers, the Lucas, the Zions, the whoever comes next. Listen, I'll just say it now. The Cade Cunningham's. Okay. That's the guys that you now start to develop a culture of smart asset management, key development. And then you're not able to trade RJ or you don't need to trade RJ because the rest of your team is set up perfectly for a deal like that in a, in a perfect world. Yeah, in that, a perfect that world. Is, but that is listen, what in all these scenarios, one guy has to say, I want to go to the Knicks. Yeah. That's, that's no, and, the perfect and, world. And they're banking on that happening. We're driven by the search for better. But when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors, according to Indeed data, and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. 
Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging so you can connect with candidates faster. Leveraging over 140 million qualifications and preferences every day, Indeed's matching engine is constantly learning from your preferences. So the more you use Indeed, the better it gets. Join more than 3.5 million businesses worldwide that use Indeed to hire great talent fast. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Just go to Indeed.com slash BlueWire right now and support our show by saying that you heard about Indeed on this podcast. That's Indeed.com slash BlueWire. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. So the deal for Devontae Graham is four for 47. That's a nice deal. That's a really nice number. He's making $12 million a year. Um, again, small guard, not, you know, really more of a shooting guard in the size of a point guard. I like Devontae Graham. I think Devontae Graham's really good. I think this is a really good deal for the Pelicans. I don't know if it's going to answer their questions, um, specifically on defense, but we'll see. Um, but that's a good deal. That's a really good deal. Um, they gave up a first round pick to to get Devontae Graham. Um, again, I don't think the Knicks wanted to give up any first round picks. Mm-mm. And they they can, you know. Oh the well, Pelicans, they have. They what, can. Are, what are they going to do with it? Yeah. Uh, okay, I hope we answered uh, that question. We have a big super chat comment here that I well, uh, Michael Roy's before it, and then oh we'll Michael go to, Roy. Okay, yeah. What do we think about Malik Monk with whatever is left over of the mid-level exception? Low risk, possible high upside reclamation while still giving us corner threes at a minimum. Again, we're I'm waiting for Jeremy to get back. I'm not sure how much left we have left to spend. It depends on the Rose contract and what we think about that. Um, regardless, they have enough money for Malik Monk, but I will reference again our conversation from a minute ago. Um, Malik Monk doesn't have a rotation spot on this team right now. The only I'm, person that would have an automatic rotation spot on this team right now is a point guard. Malik Monk's not a point guard. Unless you're thinking Emmanuel. I, I hate to keep going back on this unless you're thinking Emmanuel quickly can run the second team. I just don't back see a point it. guard. I, I don't either. Don't I'm just wondering if the lack of aggressiveness toward the point guard market tonight means the Knicks see something in Emmanuel quickly. Or they feel like between Vildoza quickly, McBride and Burks. That's yeah. figure it out. Burks too. Yeah. yeah, maybe so, that's their thinking. Um, which then I, yeah. Monk can be used the exact same way he was in Charlotte. I, I don't think they're done. I I really like that Graham contract, by the way. Um, Don Cappuccini, this thank, guy. Thank you so much, Don. You're the man. Let's be honest here. I'm lukewarm, disappointed that we didn't make two substantial upgrades. But I recognize this wasn't a class that was filled with game changers. Bingo. Forget filled with game changers. There, there, there was no game changer. We were literally talking about a pipe dream of Colin Sexton because that's how far down the list we went to try and find creative ways for this team to get better. Yeah. Uh, kicking the can. Uh, 
down the road for a potential big trade. Uh, not bad. Still a playoff team. Well, we hope. We'll see. Um, somebody asked about Colin Sexton earlier. I Look, I don't know what Cleveland wants to do. Um, it doesn't seem like they would want to trade Colin Sexton for, I, I don't know what we would offer. Um, but, you know, uh, if that's a move the Knicks want to make, they can make it potentially during the season. Well, now, Obi, that deal's off the table. Why would they trade for him? They just drafted Evan Mobley and signed Jared Allen to a thousand oh, yeah. hundred million dollars. No, that's so, very true. Yeah. Obi's that. now your backup for what he is on the Knicks, you yeah. know? Uh, da- oh, Dom Go also ahead. has another Chris one. Gonna, Chris is going to say something. And then no, no, no. I was just yeah. going to say that you guys missed out on a great potential laugh track to clip from this live stream. If I were on for when they maxed out Jared Allen, I oh. wouldn't have had words. I just would have been crying and laughing. I can't. Well, What's funny is while the Cavs were doing that, John and Jeremy were going at it about Nerland's Noel. So there wasn't even room to react. To <laughs> what what did the Cavs do again? Five, five years, 100 million for. Oh, yeah. No, I es- essentially Mitchell Robinson, but healthy. All right. I see Jeremy's uh, thread. I'm going to get to it in a sec. Uh, Don Cavicidi, again, camaraderie was key after all for this team this uh, past season. Again, Dom, thank you so much. It's incredibly generous of you. Um, and for everybody who is, for everybody who's here watching, for everybody who's who's just kind of chiming in, for um, just for everybody out there, thank you for helping yeah, support us. We, a thousand we, people still watching. Jeez. In, yeah. Insanity. Uh, it's 9.35. Um, overratedness uh, with a comment in the Super Chat. I'll be an optimist for a bit, but if all of RJ Julius and Fournier are averaging at least 45%, 38%, 75%, and 20 points per game, can this be a top 10 offense? Um, man, can the Knicks be a top 10 offense? Can the Knicks be a top 10 offense? I, I, what are they? Is, 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 I guess if Rose, I mean, if Rosa comes in here and uh, it's really something would need to pop. Something unexpected at the point guard position would need to pop because I just don't see Rose starting. I mean, what, what can we bet that Rose is not going to be a starting What? Wait on Deuce McBride. Wait on him to develop. I, man, if, du- if Deuce comes in here and could be a starting point guard on this team and light up, you know, things from outside, I mean, shit. Quickly, quickly, we'll take a step forward. He'll be worth starting next to Fournier. Man, a closing lineup of a slightly more developed, quickly Barrett, Randall, Robinson, and then Fournier quintet. Like, what do you? How do you guard? What's your defensive strategy there? Like, the, you can't just triple or double Randall. But that's the thing is they got a lot more dangerous today, and with the draft, we we hope we think. Um, I, I'm I'm having daydream evening dreams about this Fournier fit, man. I I can't believe this happened. I'm so happy. I just you guys know how much I care about RJ Barrett, and this whole Fournier agenda was founded in like who can come to this team agenda. <laughs> I love Listen, it. Oh. Who, who can come to this team? help the team be better. And in a way that allows RJ Barrett, Mitchell Robinson, Emmanuel quickly, all these guys to keep being them. And and like DeRozan to me, doesn't do that in the way that Fournier does. They were just, he was just so perfect Um, for so many reasons. My, my understanding is they, 
this this was a Fournier or DeRozan thing, and they more or less picked Fournier. I'm very happy they chose that direction. Just real uh, quick from the Austin chat, Rivers, by the oh, way. Whoa, whoa, Austin Rivers, the big once a Nick, always a Nick. One year deal, the Denver Nuggets. Good, oh good shit, who announced it? Aaron. Oh, uh, Chris Haynes. Chris Shout Haynes. Out. Um, just quick, quick, quick uh, reply to somebody on the Twitter. Um, Kenneth uh, Antiqua, who. Uh, loyal fan of Knicks film school uh, to my point about if Dame gets the Knicks, the four seed, what does he, what he does is allow Rose and Julian and company to have something left in the tank come playoff time. Team works you hard to score points and none in transition. That team, in my opinion, like to that point that he does make things easier for Rose and, um, and Randall. Uh, I still don't think that team is better than Brooklyn. I don't think that team is better than Milwaukee. I don't think that team's better than Philly. And I'd have to see how the rest of the roster fills out, but I don't think that team's better than Miami. So I don't know. As, I, even if, so even if you want to put them better than Miami, like fine. Like the reason you're trading Dame is because you're trying to win a championship. And Dame, that's yeah. not I, that, I, trading I, for Dame. That's not possible with that big three. Again, there's so many hoops to jump through still um, for this to happen. But uh you know, if they kept if they kept Barrett um, or if they traded Barrett and like quickly popped or Obi popped or mm-hmm. one of the rookies popped in a significant way, any of these guys popped. Uh, if you bring in Dame to a team uh, that has Julius Randle as your number two, um, Evan Fournier, I guess now is kind of your number three slash four. And like one other pick your young player who pops your other three slash four. You know, I think that's an interesting team. I don't know where they rank, but uh, it's interesting to me. Okay, so I I, I want to. Can I read Jeremy's thread? Is, am I allowed After, to do that? Let's let's catch up on the super chat. Oh yeah, so then, yeah. Killer Cam ninety four. Shout out to D Rose getting that bag. Yeah, Derek Rose did get a little bit of the bag today. Overratedness also right above him. Oh did I? Oh yes. No, I got that one before. Uh, really? Can it, can it be that? a top ten offense? Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Ten um, okay, go ahead. I need and I need something else to happen. A point guard. Uh, Michael Aaron watching John and Jeremy go at each other without no about Noel was like watching Iron Man. <laughs> Same Iron yes. Man and Captain America in Civil War. And was I Winter Soldier? Although I technically I was watching, so it had. Yeah, to I was about to say you were like uh, Daniel Bruhl. I was uh, Zemo. I was Zemo. Zemo. I was yeah, watching man. you. I was making it all happen, you know, because I knew it was great radio and great television. Um, I don't know who who uh, Winter Soldier was. Okay, uh, Jeremy's thread okay so once the knicks use up all their cap space they're eligible for the room exception 4.9 knicks are ineligible to receive the tax mid-level because they're not a tax team nor can they use the non-tax mid-level because they used cap space um new york has rose's early bird rights if they keep his rights the most they could offer is 1.75 percent of his contract last year that's 13.4 million if the knicks renounce his rights they can sign him up to the max. Note the max is not up to. Okay. Uh, by giving Rose the reported three for 43, his starting salary is 13.6. It's $200,000 more than what Rose Rose's max would be if the Knicks keep his rights, which is a problem, um, which means that the Knicks would have to use cap space to sign Rose the deal. It's the least Brock Aller move ever. By signing him to three for 43, the Knicks pretty much forfeit all the remaining cap space they would get they would then get capped out and use that 4.9 room exception. Or if Rose signs to around three for 42.3, the Knicks can use Rose's cap hold to instead create an additional $7 million plus the room. 
There's no reason for the Knicks to give Derrick Rose an extra $200,000 next season to sacrifice $7 million in cap space. It makes no sense, especially we can sign someone, anyone to a multi-year deal and then have extra salary disposal. This is why it is very possible that the Rose number is slightly off. Order of operations would be Knicks, sign someone for $7 million, re-sign Rose for three for 42.3, use the room exception. Fucking genius, Jeremy. I Jesus. love it. <laughs> I swear to God. This but was... this is what I, this is what I was saying before. So then that... you were right. Never mind. Yeah. And like if, good job, if, both of you. So I want to say that earlier I, you know, on, on Twitter, I graded like knee-jerk graded the deals. My rose grade goes up for sure if this is just the room every year. It's not the room. It's it's his it's using the early bird rights on his early capital. bird to ah uh... that's the that's the key. Um, and again, it, it makes it that's but that's what I was saying before, because otherwise to give him this number is such an arbitrary number that was unnecessary because they didn't need to get like it's 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 too what Jeremy's point is, is it's too close to a number that would give them so much more flexibility that it just makes a lot of sense um, that it's what 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 Jeremy is saying, because, again, 42.3 versus 43. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I'm with uh, I'm with I'm with Jeremy on this one. So I have a question, John, from Twitter to, to throw up here on the live stream. Yes. Damage control wants to know what does it mean now for the Knicks extra first rounder from the Hornets now that Charlotte just got that first rounder from the Pelicans. So, you know, our impression after that deal with Charlotte was that if they wanted to make any in-season upgrades, it was going to go through us due to the fact that we had the protection related control on that first rounder. Is this new one, one that they can just flip in a deal just like that when they want? It depends when it is. Mm-hmm. Um, because, and we have no idea when this pick is because New Orleans has access to so many Lakers picks and so many Milwaukee's picks. Um, my guess is that New Orleans probably got that flexibility back and they're now um, a little bit more flexible in terms of trading a, a first round pick. However, if you want to look at the flip side of this, um, the Hornets got worse because the Hornets don't have Devontae Graham anymore. Um, so again, I, I think there's a, there's a possibility here um, that, What's probably going to happen is the Hornets are going to, if I had to guess, uh, the Hornets, because the, the Hornets didn't get anybody, right? Yeah. Tonight. Uh, Devonta Graham. Oh, the Hornets. No, yeah, nobody. Yeah. Nobody tonight. Yeah. So the Hornets got worse um, aside from whoever they got in the draft. So uh, I think they're going to miss. The pick is not going to convey next year. And I think you're going to start looking for the following year for the pick to convey. And I think it's going to be a pretty decent pick. Okay. Do, do, do. Brian Carter. How can we steal Kyra Lewis from the Pels? I like that question. I think Griffin is gullible enough to fall for anything. I don't think he's gullible. I think he's bad at his job. Great show, guys. This has been awesome. I'm glad you're enjoying it. I never know if we're doing it. I never, I really do never know if we're doing a good job or if I'm just annoying everybody. Um, I annoy myself most. The answer could be yes, John. You never know. The answer could could always be yes. It could be yes. Um, I don't. I mean, I like Kyra Lewis. I, 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 why would they trade him? I mean, let's, so let's just go real quick. They, they essentially swapped out Lonzo Ball for Devontae Graham. Mm-hmm. So it's not like they have an additional opening or, sorry, an additional uh, person in the point guard spot that didn't exist before. Um, this does lead me to wonder, though, um, is there any moves that have been made tonight which would seem to make 
a certain player on a certain roster somewhere um, more expendable than they otherwise were beforehand. Um, I don't question. think, it, yeah, I don't think anything is obvious. I'm going to just look real quickly at the, um, uh, do, 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 do. I'm going to look real quickly at the, uh, by the way, the Mark Stein just, you look at the list of teams, Mark Stein just tweeted out the, okay. So I'm, I think I was looking at Keith Smith's list the other before, but there's still significant amount of free agents out there. And well, we need DeRozan and Schroeder. Yeah. But the, like the list goes on and on like Reggie Jackson's still out there. Sure, um, yeah. There's, there's a lot of players still available and there's not much cap space left. Um, man, Philly, Philly's still, still sitting with Ben Simmons. Hey, Jeremy. Great thread. Hello. Thank you. Um, I'm just, uh, so to catch you up, I'm just thinking about if any of the moves made tonight have made anybody that is on any other roster, uh, potentially more available. So the obvious name is, is Kendrick Nunn because, uh, the heat have, um, Kyle Lowry, uh, the heat are paying Jimmy Butler a lot of money and the heat are, um, signing Duncan Robinson to uh, the most dirt cheap contract in the national basketball association. So Kendrick Nunn um, has an opportunity potentially to come here and, and play basketball because he is ostensibly a point guard. If, if not actually um, that would be the one obvious name. I'm not sure if there's anyone else. Where did the bulls says dump Sadaransky to New Orleans, New Orleans, David oh, Griffin, man. Okay. So yeah. I forgot about that. Alonzo. I, I still don't think that makes Kyra Lewis. Jr. I was going to say Kyra, man. Remember, remember Spencer, John, remember the Knicks were on the clock at number eight and um, you know, the world kind of thought it was going to be Obi Toppin, but Spencer was telling us up to that last second that it, with who we hired, he would have bet it was Kyra. This is true. You know, maybe that's someone they still have their eyes on after getting a close look. Uh, I just, what are they giving up? Man. They want, they want to lightly use Kevin Knox. No, you know. So, did you uh, did you guys go over the players who are available still? I mean, it's so we can go through it right now. CBS has a great list. I mean, they compile their top whatever. Read it off, yeah. Uh, so here's still on the board: uh, Kawhi Leonard, unless he's taking the room exception. I don't see that happening. Uh, John Collins, restricted free agent, not going to happen. Oh. Demar Derozan, Norman Powell, Spencer Dinwiddie. Kelly Oubre Jr., Dennis Schroeder, Andre Drummond, Danny Green, Larry Markinen, Bruce Brown, Rashawn Holmes, Reggie Jackson, Blake Griffin, Victor Oladipo, Talon Horton Tucker, Josh Hart, Kendrick Nunn, Andre Iguodala, Justice Winslow, Rudy Gay, Carmelo Anthony, Kent Bazemore. That's like the top 50, and then so, it's down from there. Just Horton Tucker was asked about like several hours ago. Then yeah. We don't have enough to pry Horton Tucker away from the Lakers, so that's not wow. going to happen. Back-to-back Super Chats, by the way. Oh, shoot! Travis Helwig of uh, of Cricket Media. I am on, I think, episode four of Edith, this narrative podcast that he's doing. Shout out to Travis. What up, con- Travis? A, uh, a, uh, a contrib- for his contribution to Super Chat, does tonight make the Sexton deal less likely are the Cavs still looking to move him? I think we an- asked it. We can answer that. I, we can answer it again. Well, uh, my my to me, the answer to that question, and thank you for the contribution and, and uh, shout out to Travis because he was awesome. Um, love Crooked Media. Um, I that question for me was answered the night. Well, in, in a couple ways. One, as Andrew, as you just referenced, um, they 
they have uh, signed uh, Jared Allen. The most obvious trade piece would be Obi Toppin. I don't think they need Obi Toppin anymore. And they also, the fact that they they traded for Ricky Rubio signals to me that they're, mm. you know, they're going to make a push. They're trying to make a push. So if you're, if we're trading for Colin Sexton, to me, I, as I, I think I've said a few times, that means we're trading some young assets, right? Because we have nothing else to trade to somewhere. And that means some other team is taking on our young assets and trading a veteran, I guess, to go help um, Cleveland. It just, it doesn't check out. And also um, I don't think the Knicks want to trade the young assets. I think they made that pretty clear by now. They want to play their guys. Jeremy. One thing I uh, apologies if this was mentioned while I was quickly eating dinner and, and muting and doing the thread. How um, dare you? I know. Right. One of the things to keep in mind with Colin Sexton is that he's extension eligible next year. So now the plan for the Knicks is going to be to create as much salary next year as they can possibly have. So it's like with the Nets, right? The Nets don't, they're not going to get hard capped. Uh, So they can spend as much money as they want. It's just a ton in, in luxury taxes and everything. So the Knicks, as long as they don't hard cap themselves can keep, finding ways to create more money, right? It's like Which more Brock money will do. <laughs> it's like more money in the banana stand. And so yeah. by taking Colin Sexton, like yeah. you can then go over the cap to, to re-sign him and you can re-sign Randall. And if Mitch is still here, you can re-sign Mitch. You can do all of this and still not be hard capped. You can keep spending, right? Keep spending money. And that's the thing. It's like, then you take that big salary that you would have given Colin Sexton, right? You could have given him, you could give him $20 million right before the, um, the season starts, hypothetically, and you're, you're just creating more money and more trade filler for you to have. So that's where I think it gets really interesting. That is the, the best reason for why the Knicks would trade for Sexton, because he can then be a vehicle to help you land a big star using more salary at their disposal. 100% agree. I have to jump in. I 100% agree. And I just I'll say what I said earlier that the idea of a Colin Sexton trade for me at least went out the window when the Cavaliers drafted Evan Mobley and I think the only reason that was ever talked about is if Jalen Green was falling to them and then they had the decision to make a point guard Um, right under Travis's super chat Acapulco trade rumors Colin Sexton still available question mark which he just asked and then to get Chris involved trade Fournier (laughs) Well, first, they can't even trade him until they cannot. It, yeah, January you can't 15th. Trade. So, uh, well, we should say this explicitly. Uh, the teams uh, can't new. trade players until th- uh, three months from now, right? Yes. Okay. Um, also, um, well. Hmm. Can I say that I would co-sign Sexton Fournier and then Barrett Randall Mitch, even if it's not like, you know, I just, I, I like the concept of that. Who, Basketball. who right court. now is the. Who's the Mavs starting center right oh. now? I guess it's KP. Boban Mar- Marjanovic. Oh, uh, I mean, if KP's starting at the four, I can't remember if he's at the four or five, but isn't Powell getting significant? Powell is still time? there. Right. Um, isn't he starting? Wasn't, wasn't Boban starting? Oh, but that was a Haralabob. Yeah. That was a Haralabob doing. And they, st- and they still have, um, oh my God, I always forget this guy's name. He's good. The guy who was injured last year. There's Dwight Powell and then there's the other guy. The other guy. Yeah. God, I'm going to have to look up the, are you, are you t- the German guy, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. Maxi Kleber. Thank, Thank you. you. <laughs> Thank you. Maxi. Um, the German guy. I'm, you know, 
Hey, we got there. I was going to say more the, accurate than anything I had for the, you. The Knicks of the Knicks of or the Mavs have been linked to Mitch in the past. That's all I'm going to say. And and um, the Mavs brought it. They brought back Timmy, and they also added. Um, didn't they get some? They added Reggie Bullock, right? Um, and that's it. Is so Steve t- Mills so- running the? T- what is it? Are they just copying us now? What's going on here, man? I so know. I don't know if they traded. If there was just for argument's sake, if there was a Brunson for Mitch swap, I'm not saying I would do that. I'm not saying the Knicks have any interest in doing that. I'm not throwing mm. that out there. Mm. I don't know who the Mavs backup point guard would be. Interesting. I don't know. I, I wouldn't do it. I know you're saying you're not saying you would. I just wouldn't. I think I would better either. than Jalen Brunson to to entertain that. The math works for sure, but I I just I wouldn't do it. I think Mitch is still worth more than Jalen Brunson. I like Brunson a lot. We know Leon Rose likes Brunson quite a bit, um, <laughs> but I think he's more suited as like your lower end starter, higher end backup. I'm just and if you have Derek Rose already on your team, it's a little redundant. Well, I'm with that, Jeremy. Is it? Or is Jalen Brunson the starting point guard that the Knicks need to to polish off this night, especially in light of the fact that in addition to signing Nerlens Noel for three years and thirty million dollars, they also just spent the fifty eighth pick in the draft on a kid who, um, again, it's the fifty eighth pick. Odds are you don't get a NBA player at the fifty eighth pick, but uh, he sure strikes me as the type of archetype of a guy, you know. Todd is still out there. Um, but I guess the question I have is if you trade Mitch. Oh. Whoa. Oh. Yeah, Norman Powell has agreed to go back to Portland on a five-year, $90 million deal. It's a nice number. Look at look at you. 10%, so that's 10% the, for that's his the Duncan, That's the Duncan Robinson contract. I'd rather have Duncan. I, yeah, I mean, sure. I agree, but you that's don't like, say, John. <laughs> that's hey, that's I called leverage, folks. Oh, we all do. You... Just from the pod yesterday, yeah. John would have given an additional bag to Duncan Robinson and his secondborn, and taken a year off. Yeah, yeah and his secondborn. John would have been sitting there like, "Well, we already paid for her to go to school. I guess this would be the lesser." Yeah. <laughs> we'll, we'll give you four seventy-five. Deal. We'll, we'll actually want to give you four eighty. I said deal. Okay, how about four for 90? <laughs> if you twist my arm. Um, the one thing with, with Mitch as well, right? Right now, if we're looking at Mitch being gone, the the center position is what? It's Noel. It's 36-year-old Taj. It's Jericho Obi. Sims, most likely. But again, I, I just don't think Obi's going to see many, many minutes at the five. The Knicks have a clear-cut appreciation for rim runners to play significant minutes at the five. It's why we barely saw Randall and Obi together. It was more of an emergency situation. I don't think they're going to experiment with that. I think they really like having someone in the paint who is good defensively and kind of figure it out from there. And so if it's Noel, if it's Gibson and it's Jericho Sims, who's probably going to be on a two way, then what you're re-signing someone like Norvell Pell or, or of the equivalent. Um, unless you're spending that $7 million on someone else, I'm not sure who it is. If that $7 million with Derek Rose is still there um, or there at all, we, like, we I, know they're going to spend it somewhere. Assu- assuming it's, that's the case. Yeah. Because they, they have to, again, correct me if I'm wrong. I, uh, Oh, Blake Griffin's back on the nets. That's great. Um, correct me if I'm wrong. 
the our whole assumption here is that the Knicks are operating as an over the cap team, right? N- well, not necessarily. Because again, it has to do with Derrick Rose. He's like this Rose thing is screwing up everything. But does the Knicks, the Knicks have money or they have no money left? Basically, if they're operating, if they were operating as an over-the-cap team, then Burks could have signed, been slotted into the mid-level, right? No, the mid-level doesn't exist. They didn't. They don't have the mid-level. It's only the room exception. The mid-level was gone the moment they started spending on a cap space. That's why we're seeing teams like Dallas or Miami yes, using the okay, mid-level because right. they I never had cap space. That's so, right. All right. So the Knicks are basically trying to just use their cap space when they use up all of it. That's when they can use the room exception for five, almost $5 million. So the question here is still, do the Knicks have $7 million to spend on any player or are they basically at the point where then they yeah. fill up and use the room exception? Okay. So that's where I, what I'm trying to figure out as well and, and how it all comes together because if it's seven million dollars maybe the knicks take on some sort of small salary dump i doubt they would do that i think they'd be much more interested in upgrading their team uh finding a point what salary dumps would be out there right that's the thing unless it's like some team i i I agree a lot of these deals have passed hands and and it seems fine uh it seems like the market's kind of quiet so it's probably just using that seven million dollars to make an upgrade and then using that salary or another one or other ones as what, part of a big trade. What do you guys want them to do with $7 million? Realistic. So we'll, let me go back. Where's the Jeremy? You want to drop the link to that CBS page in the chat? So, we so can it up? does Frank and Elikina count as re- <laughs> if you, I mean, listen, you could say you want them to resign Frank. That's a perfectly good answer. There's so, my answer. So in case people are wondering um, the way that it works, Frank's got this big cap hold. If the Knicks hypothetically signed him to anything lower than the cap hold, which would be this, they don't have to renounce his rights. The first order of business would be uh, not renouncing him and just signing him and then everything else. But you could still do it. It's just I don't see it. I don't think it'll happen. Um, But here I will. I have a boring answer for what I want them to do with seven million dollars. And it's nothing. I'd like them to keep their cap space for any potential trade that could happen during the season. A la how they ended up getting Derrick Rose. Unless you're about to tell me they can't. They can. They just can't use the room exception until they use up all of their money. And and this is where it gets complicated, too. Right. Let's say the Knicks enter. So they have seven plus the room. Yes. Seven plus the room. Yeah, of course. So so here's the thing, though. Right. Right now, let's say the Knicks sign Deuce McBride, Taj Gibson, Theo Pinson, those three guys. Right. Yes. That money comes out of cap space. Yes. And they will have to sign those players at some point. Right. So much like what they say in 40 year old virgin, if you don't use it, you lose it. So the Knicks have <laughs> they to say use that? it. Yes. I forgot. So, that so the Knicks have to use it or else it just dwindles. And then they're basically at this point where they've signed not enough people. <laughs> they've got to do it. They've got Some to people do are it. suggesting mellow. No, no, not for the room. Except mellow has not earned more than the veteran minimum in, in what? Four years. He's not getting the room exception it's not going to happen hold on folks. very important we've entered our what hour number six okay so for out is this really hour number six we are entering hour number six shit we did so, it john so for hour number six oh we have another clown shoes beer clown shoes space cupcake india pale ale hello <laughs> We you have a wall. so again. This is I'm a member, proud member of the beer of the month club. Um, oh. so we get I get four different beers mailed to me every month. So uh, I'm I have not tried any of them before tonight. So tonight we're going around the world around the world with the the beers of the month. Oh. 